0: And who said manifesting has to be hard? Welcome back to the podcast. It's your host, Lindsay. So, today I'm going to be talking about fibromyalgia. So, it's more of a health related topic today. And some of you might be thinking, what is that? That is a really strange word. But for years we've been, we hear about arthritis, rheumatoid, but fibromyalgia is probably more recognised now. More doctors are aware of this condition because I think it's not been really taken seriously that's what I feel because I mean I still get a bit icky when I say fibro I just say fibro now because that like, people have got fibro understand this but people are looking at me like like it's some like crazy thing and I'm like no it just affects my body, my pain so going back years ago well I'll just talk through what fibro is and then I'll talk about like what when i got diagnosed and what was like the run up to that so it is a disorder characterized by widespread muscular skeletal pain fatigue and tenderness in localized areas it often coexists with other conditions like anxiety depression and irritable bowel syndrome while the exact cause is unknown factors such as genetics infections and physical or emotional trauma may contribute So symptoms do include chronic pain, fatigue, sleep disturbances and cognitive difficulties which we call fibro fog. We all get fog, fog brain. So diagnosis involves a process of exclusion and a review of symptoms. Treatment focuses on symptom management, includes medications, physical therapy and lifestyle adjustments. But going back to when I was at college, I remember being on a bus and I remember, this is the thing, when it started, a car hit the bus and it was going down a hill and I had really chronic neck pain and it was whiplash, I didn't really know about whiplash then. And for years I struggled and I was always like, because I was hairdressing back then, I was constantly in pain, my neck, my jaw, it was like, it, it, for, for me it feels like a toothache, a dull toothache, but my, I can manage it. But as I got, I've got older, it's taken over a little bit more. Because we get older, we have more traumas on our body and we've had children, things like do progress as we get older because our bodies are used more. But for years, I, you know, I did a lot of martial arts. I did, you know, I just loved the gym. I love exercise and I was always in chronic pain. And what I think now is... Why did I carry on doing that? And I, my pain just got worse. I had neck injections. I went to physio. But I just carried on because I never want to be defeated. I want to, while I was young, still exercise because I know exercise did help. But also when you get doms when you're exercising, it also, you know, it's, it does take a little bit longer as well. So then I had another car accident. Somebody bumped into the back of me. It wasn't too, too serious, but it jolted my neck and it restarted again. So you can imagine that it just kept coming back. So when I got pregnant with my son, it, my ne- oh, for months and months, my neck, my hips, everything just went bad. And I went for acupuncture, I went for some injections. And I just thought, well, this is just down to pregnancy. This is what it is. Like, you know, like people, my mum said to me, like, how did you cope with having fibro? Well, back then she, we didn't have actually have an official diagnosis, but... We started to hear about it, and you know, a lot of people said it's probably fibro. Then my mum got diagnosed with fibro. My mum's been in chronic pain for years, she's got arthritis. So, a lot of people that it does coexist a lot of the time if you've got arthritis as well, which is like double trouble if you've got arthritis, especially rheumatoid, which you get huge flare ups. And fibro is the same, you do get flare ups because you'll have a really good six weeks, and then something will just happen. And pre lockdown, I worked in a gym and I was a boxing coach, and I love strength and conditioning. And I was just doing it. I mean, I was doing a lot of teaching people, but I was taking the brunt of the pad work, so I was taking that pain. But because I was doing it continuously, I just carried on. I carried on. I took painkillers, not a lot of them. It's like paracetamol. Then I did my hair dressing. I was doing mobile hair dressing then, so I was dabbling in a few different things. And when you're looking at it now, I've over pushed my body, like especially my hands standing I look at all the times that I've worked in salons and I've been on my feet and not had breaks and they've just pushed and pushed me I do feel like I struggled then quite a lot and I never showed or told anybody I just carried on smiled and I used to come home and crawl into bed and think oh what's going on with me i never even like sacrificed nights out for this pain management because I just think I just need a bath and my mum would say you have midnight baths and I'm like yeah I'm in pain in my neck and I've so, you know these bean bags that you can get weated ones I was always warming them up, and I've hot water bottles, and I just for years I kept going to the doctors, and I've seen specialists, just asking like, what is this pain? Like neck pain. Like my posture was good, my weight was good back then. Like so there was there was no contributing factors that was like they couldn't blame it on anything. Like I was fit, I was healthy, but I was always in neck pain. So when they did the injection, it worked a lot. But they can't keep giving you that, uh, giving you you know injections all the time, cortisone because it's not healthy for your body. You don't want to keep relying on injections anyway so it just carried on carried on and I think it was like 2017 luckily it was before lockdown I went to the doctors and then I had a blood test and they said oh your inflammation markers are quite high so I said right so then I went to see rheumatology and the lady said she so you've got like pressure points of your body and she was tapping them all and I was like oh ow so she said Right, have you heard of something called fibromyalgia? And I just started laughing. I said, "Yeah, my mum's got it really bad. I think this is what it could be." And I was like, "All you know, all this time, like they could never give me a name. They just say it's muscular skeletal. There's nothing you can do about it. Just exercise, keep keep your weight down, and like no smoking. Alcohol was a massive trigger. It was the things that you just know like you try you do all these things and you still get pain so it's all about pacing then so you've got to think like well you know your body and you know what you need to do and then we had a lockdown so I had a bit of a super resting lockdown because I wasn't able to box and I wasn't able to do my hairdressing so it was all face to face and my body actually recovered quite a lot so like, I did a lot of work online but I didn't really do a lot I just closed my businesses and that was it then I carried on again But it just started again. So I never returned back to the gym because I thought, you know what? I'd started, I I was looking at launching a podcast and I thought I can actually help other people by, you know, because I'm a health coach doing online work rather than doing physical. So even though I've got all these qualifications, I've just, as many as I could possibly collect, that I thought this is a bit of a waste now. I don't really want to waste these qualifications. So I could create a coaching business and then I've become an author and I've done a lot of things since then. But the fibromyalgia has taken over quite a lot. So a couple of years ago, I went on these pain patches, which are called Butrans. I don't know if you've ever heard of those. Uh, They are. You've got to have... You've been recommended from your doctor. And I've come off them and everything was fine. I've actually just gone recently back on them. I wasn't going to, but my mum said, Lindsay, I can tell you're in pain. Like, just... I could see it in your eyes. And this last couple of weeks really affected my mood because... I'm like, oh, why is it coming back again? I'm, I'm busy in the cell and I don't need this. Like, And I do push myself, but I thought, I'll start these pain patches again. I asked the doctor. She's like, yeah, we'll give you them back. And within four days, I felt 100 times better. But last week, my it was hard work and I had things planned in the evening. I had to cancel and I just needed to, for me, it feels like someone's, I've like, it feels like I've been hit, like a. Like, I wake up in the morning, I feel like I've been hit by the bus in the night and so, oh, somebody's just trampled over me. And you, you need that weighted feeling on your body. I had electric blankets on me. I was just led there, and I could just, you know, I was meditating, and I could just feel like pulsing and pulsing. The more you tune into your body, you can feel your aches and pains. And I'm like, my hips are aching, my lower back, my ankles, my wrists, and it's it's a muscular pain. And I'm, but it's a pain where I can still live, but it's affecting my work as well because I'm if I'm busy in the salon, I struggle because my hands get really sore. I've got to preserve my health because I've got to, you know, I don't want to retire from her said I love my job and it's great when I work online with people, but I do get brain fog because it does mess with your mind a little bit. So I'll, my cognitive can be, I've noticed have, things have changed when I'm trying to talk to people. And I don't. this is just from lockdown as well, but like saying people's names, I'm like, I don't know the names, but I've known them for like 20 years. And this is, could just be, or just overusing our brains as well. But I think when you're in pain, you, you look, your, all your, all your like receptors are going to this pain all over. And it's not, it's not like an intense pain in one area. It's everywhere. And it's just like, I'm, I'm like my head's great, but my body's just like, oh come on, what's going on? So you're just trying to carry on. You're trying to, you know, sit to manage. Have lots of baths. But there's only so much you can do all the time. And then you're like, oh, it starts to get you down. You get fed up and. So then I'm like looking at ways that I could not push myself too much in my business, have more rest times. I still need to exercise. But what I've done, I've just, in the last couple of months, I've dropped my intensity because I just don't want to push myself. So I've been not been doing as many high-intensity workouts. Because I think the last class that I did at the gym, I did a boxing and I did like a really high-intensity exercise. And I was flagging on the second class. I mean, there was really high impact. And if anybody would have joined them classes, they probably would struggle anyway. But because I know how fit I used to be, I just did them and I, and you do you, you you're cocky aren't you? you you know you think oh i can just do them anyway i'm fine my, men, men, my, my mental mindset's great I, yeah that's easy for me i used to teach this but when you've got pain it's the afterwards it's like a, it's like having a tooth out your tooth numb no, you have your tooth out brilliant two hours later throbbing it's like that so it's people that i get a lot of people that contact me and say fibro like i did um a post and you know i did do it for a sympathy because i don't really put things out there for negativity but i just want people to be aware of what you know what fibro is and it does need to be be more made aware and i'm actually going to do a blog on that and i've actually wrote an article which is going to be coming out in a magazine next month so but i will share that on my social so keep your eyes peeled so i'm not going to say anything until it's out there and i've talked about pain management because i think sometimes we just need to Show that other people. People might say, look at me, I think, Well, you're always spinning plates, you're always doing this. How do you do all your business stuff? Like, you're doing really well. That's all people say to me. And I'm like, Yeah, but I'm still in pain. I still have these things going, but I don't want to be. I don't want to give in to it yet because I'm only 41 and I just just want to feel good and I know I can manage it. I know I can pace myself. If I look after myself and listen to my body, that's great. I don't go out and I think one thing that does trigger me is I don't really drink anymore and I think one of the reasons why I stopped drinking was because I I found that when I was going out, like the last time I had a proper drink, I had an afternoon tea with the girls and I was sat on a bar stool. It was like a luncheon and, and my neck just started to ache. I just felt terrible. I felt rough. I felt like I just wanted to go home and put my pyjamas on. And my friends are like, what's going on? I'm like, I feel in pain. So I think there's something in the ha- alcohol that either triggers my body or it just relaxes my body. There's something. And yeah, people might say, well, the alcohol will take away the pain. But no, not really, because it, it can trigger my body. There must be a chemical in there that must work with my body. And my mum's the same. So you've just got to make sure that you're avoiding things that are going to trigger your body, and I think what we can do is still exercise. So, I get up in the morning and I do my working hours, so I do everything I need to do within my business habit stacking, making sure that I'm manifesting, doing everything I need to because I find that I feel like manifesting has been a, a big savior for me because it works on my mindset, my personal, my business growth. So, I'm able to. Train my brain to become more determined, more focused, and the pain isn't at the forefront. Because sometimes what I find with people, I know this is really hard to hear, but we we tend to put the pain in front of everything else, and it's so hard not to. But it's so easy just to swap it around a bit. So I just think, yeah, like this is what I'm going to do today. If I need a break, so I think it's like looking at what we need to, do. looking at your week. Like actually. I think what I was doing, I was I've talked about on like season one about energy spoons. We can, it's like anything. Like when you've got fibro or arthritis or any any pain management, you know, chronic fatigue, your energy spoons run out pretty fast because by lunchtime we could have done a hundred things. Like, take our children to school. We've got gone, gone shopping. I've done a bit of work, and with like by twelve o'clock we're absolutely exhausted. And then we still got to carry on with the day. Plus the pain could have started. I think for me it's waking up in the morning. I feel like it's the Uh, And then throughout the day, but this last few days, it's like really like flared up, and uh, it's been messing with my mind. And I'm, and I, I spoke to my mom, and I said, I don't, I don't like this feeling of like it's, it's, it's like a little gremlin in my head trying to take over. And like, yes, we're gonna take over your body with pain, and I'm like, absolutely no way. So I've been just trying to do some like yoga. It's really nice. It's nothing that's gonna aggravate my muscle fibers. It's just not gonna. I'm not doing any high, like major hypertrophy training. I'm doing some like light weights, but that's just to keep my, you know, my muscle everything like intact. I think as long as we're not overloading, so you know, with our weights, we're not, we're not like as we're lifting weights, we're not like, oh, that's heavy. We're just lifting something just nice and light. You can do at least twelve to twenty reps of bicep curls. I think that's you know adequate enough for keeping yourself in shape and doing your core work and then doing a bit of yoga. So when you cancel exercise with pain, and a lot of people say to me, oh, Lindsay, I can't exercise, how do you do it? And I'm like, just do this every day. You can just do some wall slides, do some wall push-ups, just do something every day that's just going to push it out. After a couple of days, the pain will get worse, but I guarantee it does help the pain. The exercise does help with pain management, but you've got to overcome that sometimes with your mindset. And it is really hard, and you're probably like, oh, Lindsay, you just don't know what it's like. And I absolutely do know what it's like. But I don't let it take over me. I just try to. I mean, depending what age you are, listening to that, listening to this, it's you know you might be older, you might be twenty, thirty years older, and it might be different. Your health might have more comorbidities. There might be a lot of things going on with your body. Diabetes, because our body can take a hit with so many different things. If we are, I haven't got any other well apart from asthma, I've not got any other health conditions. So I'm trying to just keep keep this going and. I think a lot of people struggle with muscular pain. I have clients that come to the salon and they sit and have the hair done and they're like, oh, Lindsay, I feel terrible today. I feel like I've been hit by a bus. I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know. I'm aching so much all the time. And I think a lot of us have... I think what we've done a lot of people that have been off... We had lockdown and we had a lot of time at home. I mean, not everybody was off, but then we've all gone back and we've all gone, like, crazy and we're all working again. That's me. I've gone back and I've really up-leveled my business, but... I also make, need to make sure that my health is wealth and I have to look after that first. So what, I've, like, when I'm at home and I've got had some time, even my husband said, you're not working today. And I'm like, well, actually, I've got a few gaps. I said, like, I've still worked this week. But I said, I- I'm not feeling 100%. He's like, yeah, that's fine. I said, but, you know, the house is clean and tidy. Food's in the fridge, but I need to just sit. I mean, I don't very much sit and watch the TV, but I'm, I'm just trying to give myself, have a bath. If You know, if, if you have to bath have a bath in the afternoon, ha- do it and I think it's quite nice to do a little journal to say like look at pain management like Monday to Sunday like where's your where you're most in the pain and what have you done that day I think if we do a little journal it's just a really nice journey of how are we going to manage this what are our triggers is there something that's are we eating it could be our food it could be anything that could be triggering our pain and sometimes we have to say no. So this is where we come for boundaries. We're doing 100 things at once. That So sometimes we just need to slow down as well and think, actually, do, do we need to do that today? Can we not do that tomorrow? And this is what I've been doing with myself, like just working on what I need to with my business. And even because I started these pain patches, um, every week I change my patch uh, and it just releases like a, a pain, like must be like a pain receptor Like that goes through. And I think it's like every hour and it just takes that edge off i feel like and this is just really it's not going to be long term this is just to for the inflammation so i think my inflammation is quite high at the minute i've had a blood test this morning um but i just wanted to see what's inflamed at, at the minute and like why is my body what's set it off what's responded and i don't really know what's set it off uh, but when i when when i spoke about at the beginning it's it's caused me trauma a lot of people that i've spoke to have their fibromyalgia has been either brought on by trauma. I would say the majority of the people is trauma. Uh, people have had nervous breakdowns, that I've had really bad times at work, PTSD, it's, it's something clicks. Children, that's a massive trauma. I had a cesarean. Everything just, like, changed for me after that day. Like, everything itched everywhere. So I feel like it just got worse and worse. I think you, you do something and something else happens. So, you know, if you have been in a car accident... You might, a death. I had a death as well, and I feel like sometimes that that flared up around that time because it's a shot. You have gotta think like these things are shots to our system, and I feel like they're like zapping us every time we're we're in this pain. We just I just feel like something happens. My my neck was really tense. My my jaw and my fibromyalgia is at the minute is in my jaw, in my neck. Uh, my neck clicks. My jaw I've actually got locked jaws. So it clicks. Uh, my wrist gets sore. My hands which I don't need for hairdressing, just on my lower back, uh, above my glutes, so I've got to make sure that I'm doing exercises to make sure that I'm working on my back. Um, And my ankle's going to ache sometimes, and my knees, but it's a strange feeling. It's not like a chronic pain. It's like a toothache, but it's annoying, and it's it's not nice. I just don't like it, especially when you're trying to get on your day. Because you're still trying to get on with your day, but you're also thinking about pain. It's like, I don't know what's worse sometimes. Toothache. Toothache is probably the worst thing ever. And then you've got this. So when you're in pain, you're waking up and you just think, how am I going to get through today? But it just depends on our extreme form, one to ten. So it's really good to do a one to ten. And this is what I do. I think that out of one to ten, what's your pain today? i say mine's about a five. I won't, I won't say like intense pain, but I can feel niggles today. So i say about a five where some people could be 9, 10 every single day. So do a look at, you know, look at get yourself a little chart, what you can like look at, and then look at your foods, go and speak to your doctor for some pain management, physio, go and see your GP, don't feel like you can't. I know it's hard sometimes to get into the doctors, but like, I just, I, I'm adamant, I'm like, I really need some support, I really, I really need some help. Like, I never would go to the doctors unless I really, really needed just something to take the edge off something, So I don't want to keep teching, uh paracetamol every day and i literally have stopped taking them every day because i don't want to take i don't take other medications so I don't really want to take put those things in my body but if i need it you need it you've got to take it it's, it's it is what it is so it's just making sure that you're, you're keeping healthy around that and just monitor how you're feeling and keep in contact you know with your gp or your nurse and you know more people are aware of fibromyalgia and I'm going to write a little bit of a blog on it. Uh, there's going to, you know, there's lots of free groups on Facebook. There's also lots of websites for fibromyalgia support. So go and do your research. If you're struggling, you're not sure, and you haven't got a diagnosis, go and speak to your doctor. Because I don't know why all of a sudden everybody everybody seems to be getting diagnosed. Because I think, I think for years, with what we've done, we've just battered our bodies. And I've always said this, like, who invented 9 to 5 working, like, 8 hours a day? Like... How for me, I don't understand how our bodies can take as much as they can. We work eight hours, are always tired when we've done eight hours work. Then we've got a family to look after, then we've got shopping and if you're working or you're a single parent, you're doing everything. How is eight hours is a lot of work if you think about it, if you've got a really physical job, um or even just a cognitive job, but we've we've still got to do other things. So we've not really got a lot of time where we can mentally rest, we can physically rest. So how are we getting that timing to look after us? So we need a downtime, and it's hard if you don't have a day off in the week. Um, so I'm having to like try and give myself some afternoons off or a morning off, and I feel actually better. Like I'll you know maybe just do some light exercise or you know having a bath for me is great. I love a hot bath. Um, maybe put some nice uh, salts in Epsom salts. Uh, do a bit of mindfulness, and it sets me up. So I think sometimes you've just got to find what works for you. Like you know, find your own toolbox. Like what I do is not going to work for you. You're going to be like, no, it don't work for me that. So if you are struggling, come and send me a message. You know, come and join my group. I've got a free group, uh, manifesting through motherhood. It will be in my link tree, so you can go through that. And yeah, don't be scared to do. You know, do things. For, you know, with fibro because we still have to function. It's so hard. When people, I always say to people, you can't see pain, you can't see disability always, like my son, you can't see he's got a disability, you can't see that I'm in pain so things are hidden so we need to just be mindful of other people as well when they tell us that they've got like medical conditions or help people if you need to and you know it's just you know if you've got a partner making them aware this is what i need from you this week can you help me i'm struggling a little bit and i feel like i'm a broken record and i try not to over say things to my husband and i just lie there i'm like oh feeling pain but he's just turned 52 and he's like oh i feel like you're making everywhere and he's starting to feel bits of his age now he's like i never used to work but i feel like it here and there and everywhere and i'm like yeah but you've got a really physical job shift work and you're 52 you must be shattered so things do catch up on us we've got to take into account as well what type of a job we do what's our current you know health status already where we're feeling in our minds but what I'm going to finish on is just be kind to yourself. Don't think because the next person is, like, smashing it at the gym or doing all these crazy things. I like, I wish I could do what I did when I was 20. I People say to me, oh, why are you not working in gyms or why are you not teaching you boxing class anymore? I'm like, I, don't, I think I've moved on from that now. And I'm like, because I know when I start doing it, I know I'm going to feel shattered. And I feel like I just need to look after me now. So sometimes we may have to change our job roles or speak to your an employer and say that this is what's going on. Could I make do a bit of hybrid working? Because I think we need to have a really good open communication with pain and how we're feeling. Because if we don't, then we're just going to suffer in silence. But don't suffer in silence. Come and join my group. If you want to call with me, anything, just come and message me. And yeah, and if you know anybody that struggles with fibromyalgia, please share this episode and look out for a blog. I'm going to have the blog up on my website in the next couple of nights. So it's inclusive for everybody and they can they can read the blog as well. And please, please share the blog. I would totally appreciate it. So I hope you're all feeling good and positive And I will speak to you all soon and happy manifesting bye did you know you can join and support the show by becoming a patreon with extra podcast audio self-development and health support don't forget to follow the show so you don't miss an episode and if you could rate and review the show that would be great and thanks for listening oh don't go yet did you know you can find me on amazon i have over 20 self-published books for manifesting planners, weight loss and meal planning, gratitude and time blocking, and many more. Bye for now.